Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey y'all, Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Ryan Tannehill said it's not his job to help Malik Willis, but he's happy to give Titans new QB1 Will Levis a hand. It is I, Rob Paul, aka the host who had CJ Stroud as QB1. It just keeps on getting better. And with me as always is AJ. Bijan is a bad goal line back. Marchese. I mean, look, Talalgier does his damn job well, Rob. Today we're talking and celebrating the midway point of the NFL season with our mid-season all-rookie team. That's it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving out. To Casey, maybe looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's gonna wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's gonna put ketchup on a stick? Who's gonna, gonna find a steal in the fifth? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And, and that's, that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by The Costume Cavalier. With a large character head debuted in the 1984 season, Virginia's mascot was born. The Cavalier performs with the UVA cheerleaders at all football and men's and women's basketball games, as well as various other university-related athletic events. Well, that's that, AJ. Love the cost of Cavalier. I can't, I can't, that's a word I can't say very well. Cavalier? Cavalier. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't feel good coming out. You know what does feel good? <laughs> what off. Saying Senior Bowl's coming, and we got a couple of Oh, sentences. baby, that does feel good. We got two Kansas State boys. Well, ben Sinat yeah. and Darb Cooper BB. Where else to build your roster rather like other than fucking going to get those big boys from K State? Within twenty minutes of us finishing recording <laughs> last night where we talked about Cooper BB at the senior bowl, he was accepting his invite. Nagy's listening. Always listening. Um Sinat too, like one of my favorite tight ends, obviously one of the top tight ends in the class. Uh that's good get. That's a guy that like I I don't know, maybe the buzz hasn't, like, obviously, if you're plugged in, you're plugged in. Hasn't been too much over-the-top buzz, though, but I think that's a guy that's just going to go and have such a professional week there at the Senior Bowl and, uh, you know, um, potentially elevate his stock even more. Yeah, he, um, I feel like he's just going to be the, the, not to the extent of Big Stinky, where everyone hated him after the week, as you remember. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like Cooper Bibi's gonna go there Bibi, and yeah. just um, and just kind of murder people. Yeah, Bibi's gonna wreck it. Bibi's gonna look great. He's such a 
large man and it moves pretty damn well for his size and is just super powerful. He's gonna he's gonna wreck it. He's gonna look good in everything. Both I think both those K State players are gonna shine. I think this is gonna be kind of a sneaky fun tight end group. Yeah, no. Uh anyone we I mean, unless we got underclassmen, wow. It's the first time I've ever seen that. Anyone bigger than Sinat really good? Probably not, right? I mean, I, I, Kate Stover's had a good enough yeah. year that yes, could be on the same level. Yeah, uh, Brock Bowers when uh, Nagy lands him. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> oh, can't wait to see what this senior bowl group is going to look like, Rob. First of the year yeah, feels good. You know who would have had a great senior bowl if uh, juniors were allowed to commit? I do, Rob. Last year? I do. All see, the rookies on our all, all the rookies, all of them. yeah, all of them. Um, so let's get into our NFL all rookie team. And starting off with the offense, I think without a doubt, the quarterback has to be CJ Stroud. Yeah, not even close. I think maybe the most no doubt pick in the entire uh, on the entire team. Um, he has almost a thousand more passing yards than Bryce Young. He's on pace to throw, I think, thirty touchdowns to two interceptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, his yards per attempt is eight point one, which is like maybe the most mind-boggling thing like he's been absolutely incredible he's coming off arguably the best rookie quarterback performance of all time um he's putting together one of the best rookie quarterback seasons of all time he has the texans in a spot where they could theoretically make the playoffs Yep. um he's elevated that receiver core so much that like it actually looks good yep like no, no Browns out there banging plays now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I also just think, like, Bryce Young's been so... Uh, th- I don't think Bryce Young's been horrible, but he's been so just, like, yeah. Not, yeah. non-inspiring in that team in general that, like, I, I don't even know that I would put him as QB2. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I I think... I, like, honestly, it would have been Anthony Richardson if he never got hurt, like, easily. Um, hell, it even still could be. But I don't know. I think I land on Bryce Young, but no, I don't feel good about it, as, as our honorable mention here, or the second-team quarterback. I, I put down second-team quarterback is if Will Levis, Anthony Richardson combine their numbers <laughs> because given the amount of games they've played, if, yeah. if you combine Will Levis and Anthony Richardson's touchdown numbers, they have more than Bryce Young. Yeah. <laughs> they, together, they've thrown only one less touchdown pass, and they've added four rushing touchdowns. I was thinking the same thing. Like, I, I think, like, obviously, Richardson stayed healthy. It's him. Um, at the end of the season, it might end up being Will Levis. Um, Bryce Young's kind of just uh, getting getting the luck of the draw here, maybe. I don't know. Um, where do you, where do you want to, I didn't mean, if you just want to go Anthony Richardson, to me, he's been the second best rookie quarterback. I know obviously he's missed a lot of the season already, but I don't know. Uh, I think, I think you just combine them. Will Richardson. in Beijing after tonight. Yeah. I, are you calling your shot? I hope, I hope Young looks good tonight. That'd be a lot of fun, but yeah. I, I do, th- I do think if Will Levis or Anthony Richardson had played all the games this year, whichever one had would be in this spot, Absolutely. I think, by yeah. season's end, especially with Will Levis being named QB1, like he's going to have a great shot to be the clear second-team all-rookie mm-hmm. quarterback. But at the same time, Bryce Young's – it feels 
like he's kind of coming together, and then they, they just unraveled against the Colts, right? Yeah, for real. I thought that was going to be the you know the next level and up game, and it went the opposite way. Two pick sixes. Um, he needs a game tonight, that's for sure. But yeah, like I don't know, like uh, so much has been said about CJ Stroud, but like it's been so unreal. The one interception I think is the most, maybe not the most impressive, but just that that chief amongst them, maybe like that's just. Another level on a team that, like you said, is still in a position to potentially hunt for the playoffs that I think a lot of people thought would be um, mathematically eliminated at this point of the season, right? So, yeah, unreal. Um, overall, we have had so many rookie quarterbacks. We've had one un- amazing one in Stroud and kind of some disappointing ones, but it's been interesting, Ralph. That's, that's, that's all I can say. The running back battle is less clear than I think we thought it would be. We thought Bijan Robinson would run away with this. Um, I think Devin Acham would have, Devon Acham, sorry, would have if he didn't get hurt. Um, He's still... Acham is still my pick. He's still my pick. He has 460 rushing yards to Bijan's 517. He hasn't played in in like (laughs) A month, yeah. Yeah, he has um, four more rushing touchdowns than Bijan. He has the same amount of receiving touchdowns, and he has seventy less attempts. Uh, I I think Achan still he's, he's my RB one here. Bijan a little more impactful in the passing game has yeah. one hundred and thirty more receiving yards. Yeah, I mean J- Jameer Gibbs has um, three ninety nine rushing, a buck sixty five receiving. But it it should be Bijan. If Bijan was on another team, he yeah. would have the touches that his numbers would be that much more. <laughs> yeah. But like Arthur Smith's inability to consistently use him has impacted him where it's like not necessarily his play. I know he had a bad fumble last week, but Bijan's play has been for the most part on par with what we thought it would be. He yeah. just hasn't been on par with the amount of touches we assumed he would get. Yeah. By the way, how sick of you are how sick are you of saying well, if Arthur Smith can give him the ball better about the last three top ten offensive Algier players. Algier fantasy owner, I love point. this, man. That's a good point, yeah. Look, if Algier, if you want Algier to be your goal line back, nothing wrong with that. But, uh, yeah, get Bijan the ball. But why did you draft Bijan just in general? Don't know. Tyler Algier is a good back. Why did you draft Kyle Pitts to not use him? Why did you Yeah, go on and on and on? So I, I do think, like, I think you can make an argument for Bijan. I think you can make an argument for Achan. I, I kind of think you can make one for Jameer Gibbs, mm-hmm. just given what he's done in recent weeks. I don't think anybody, unless I'm missing someone else. It's those three. It's clearly those three. Um, if Achan didn't get hurt, it's I think it's clearly him. And to me, it still is Achan. It's my RB1. Nothing, like, Bijan Robinson has been really good when he's gotten the ball. Absolutely. Again, putting all the Falcons bullshit aside. But A-Chan has been so damn explosive, and he's he's been amazing when he's should, when he was healthy. Should he be dinged for playing four games? He's played a, a, a half or less than half of the available games. I don't know. Not in a midseason. To me, that I mean, that's the argument against him, right? Bijan's played nine games. Mm. Well, uh, really I, I know at the same time you could then be like, well, B- why doesn't Bijan have significantly more yards? <laughs> Not, yeah, 50. Um, yeah. I, I'm giving you final say. I go HN. I, I strongly go HN. But, but the second team, I think, is a conversation. Do you go Bijan for, for second team? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I mean, th- Bijan has 200 more scrimmagers than HN. I would go Bijan for first team, honestly. Um, just, again, I think you should be dinged for only playing half the available games four touch uh, four more touch-ins from hn 
I mean, Gibbs has more scrimmage yards. Has played uh, two less games, mm-hmm. or two more, two less than Bijan, three less than Bijan, two less than. Achan. I'm getting lost. I'm getting lost. <laughs> Just pick somebody. Get me out of here. I'm going with Achan. I, I think He's so. Not, he hasn't played this the second half of the first half of the season. Okay, you're getting way too into these. I know, I know. I'm just putting them down. Bijan has a chance to be at the end of the season. See where so A-Chan comes so. back. Gibbs absolutely does, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, clearly three, the top three, and I don't think there's anyone else even vying for the conversation. You want to do fourth team? <laughs> Zach Charbonnet, by throw him on. Wide re- receiver one. Whoa, whoa, fullback. So we'll, we'll do Jordan th- McFadden. Put him down. <laughs> there, was, I can't even remember. Do we have any fullbacks in Lupke? this class? Lovekey. That's it, I think. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, sure, he can be our fullback. Yeah. McFadden uh, is our fullback. Whatever, go on. They should have thrown him a swing pass. Um, I wish. Three receivers. It's been a really good group. Mm-hmm. It's been, or let me rephrase that. It's been a really deep group. I don't know that... Like, I think we've got two slam dunk guys in Puka Nakua and Jordan Addison. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, seven guys you could argue. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I totally agree. Starting with Puka Nakua, obviously, what an amazing year. We've talked about him a lot. Um, 64 catches already, 827 yards. It's been awesome. Um, a couple touchdowns. And then with, with Addison, though, like, he, he's really just turned it up since Jefferson went down. Uh, seven touchdowns. That's that's the best in the group. Um, like five hundred thirty yards. He's he's been awesome too. I think clearly those are the two top guys. Yeah, and even like I'll, I'll even like the fact that Puka Nakua's numbers. You could be like they've dropped. He's still so far ahead yeah. of everybody. He's three hundred more yards than Jordan Addison, who yeah. has like. 80 more yards than the next guy, and yeah. Addison's the touchdown king. And I just feel like when if obviously if Kirk Cousins had stayed healthy all year, Addison would have had mm-hmm. incredible counting numbers. If Justin Jefferson stayed healthy, I think it would have only helped him ultimately. Um, but yeah, I think just Nakua's ability to just take these like little drag routes and yeah. turn them into 60 yard plays or Winning over the middle with these incredible catches, they've—they're just both slam dunks. I think the third guy is—I I was looking at like three different receivers for that third spot. I think that's fair. I—I I, I mean, I think that is probably the the dudes. Um, I think when I cut it down, I go between Josh Downs and Zay Flowers. Yes, and I gave the nod to Josh Downs. I gave it to Zay, but I can be easily turned here. I think to me, it it came down to um, for the, and Zay to give Zay a positive. He's the top receiver for maybe the best team in football. Yeah. For Downs, he's he's doing it with a backup quarterback. Yeah. He's he's been a little more explosive than Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers is is. I, I feel like it's kind of lacking the big, big plays. He's been like consistent slant, slant, slant kind of guy. Like Downs has been more pop. consistent too. Yeah, um, Downs has had bigger games. I, I think Downs also um, has been hotter in the last. I know he yeah. did, he didn't do very much against Carolina, but like the the two games before that were huge. Um, I'm thinking that Browns game where he just kind of took over. I feel like we've been 
waiting for Zay to have that takeover game. Mm-hmm. He hasn't had a hundred yard game yet. He's he's stacked a bunch of really consistent games. Like he's he it feels like most weeks he's he's getting fifty to eighty yards in. Yeah. I, I know he didn't do a whole lot against Seattle, but um didn't have I, to. I give the I give the lean to, to Downs. I'm fine with that. I would I'm, say I can go either way there, yeah. Zay would be the number one receiver on the second team. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And then would your second receiver on the second team be Tank Dell? Yes. Me too. Yeah. Um, the third receiver, I think, is very open. Yeah, it is. I considered, um, I considered two guys for it. Uh, the first being uh, Michael Wilson and the second mm-hmm. being Rasheed Rice. I think I lean Rasheed Rice, but I think those are the I, guys I would consider as well. As do I. I just think he, he's been more important to a better football team, right? Four touch. Exactly. I totally agree on four touchdowns. Uh, that's that's tied for second in this group, uh, with, with Tank um, and Laporta. If you want to throw pass catch, all pass catchers. But yeah, no, I I think it's Rice. I think those are the three for the second team. And yeah, like you said, it's been a super deep group. And I, I do think those top five guys are kind of like, you know, clear cut, or um, yeah, top five. And then it gets a little interesting. But no, I think I think Rice. And if you you could even build a third team with some pretty good receivers here, you know. And I think there's. Like, even some other guys that, like, are, are really catchy. Like, Demario Douglas, I'm sure, is going to have a really good stretch uh, the rest of the season, seeing how the Patriots do. JSN is coming on. You know, Jaden Reed's been solid, started hot and has kind of slowed down. Like, there's a lot of good receivers in this class. You know, Hyatt's had his moments. Like, it's a really good group. And um, I think, yeah, I think, I think you know, by the end of the season, we'll have, like, a clear third team, too, of, uh, like, consistent contributing receivers, good receivers. And... We've we've got two very good tight end options. I think yeah. obviously I think it's obvious who's the first team and who's the second team, but both <laughs> yes. really good. Sam Laporta obviously owning that first team tight end spot, having a kind of a historic start. It's slowed a bit, but mm-hmm. he's still been uh, a great option in one of the best teams' offenses. Se- he's um, the second best pass catcher um, on one of the best teams in the league. Period. And from from week one, I think that's what's been so like impressive. Obviously, we're into the middle of the season now, but. How immediate it was that like he's clearly the second option on this team, and how much they trust him, um, and how much they design for him, and he's been awesome. And if if you let me take this on the flip side, kind of been the opposite for Dalton Kincaid, obviously, right? Where like he's really building up the steam now. He's been he's been awesome the last uh, three weeks of the season. Obviously, Knox went down with an injury, and that has kind of just uh, you know led to him being one of the go to guys in this offense. I think you really saw you're starting to really see like his route running ability and how like fluid he is like, you know out of his cuts and creating separation that way. But yeah, that being said, I think Laporte is still the top dog and Kincaid's and firmly the two. I, I think it's been really cool to see how Ben Johnson's deployed Sam Laporta. Yeah, absolutely. Like they're very willing to flex him out wide. Yep. And take advantage of his size as a mismatch. He's just so fluid and and Kincaid's really like like you're saying like Kincaid the last couple of weeks has really been that kind of first down chain mover type mm-hmm. guy for them. Yeah, and like it started like they were a lot of underneath stuff early in the season, and it's like okay, he's looking fine, but nothing that really, really getting excited about. Now he's added that plus like you know more of like the middle of the field routes and those type of yeah chain moving chain moving plays. Um, going to offensive line, I think it's been. Would you say it's been a disappointing group overall? Underwhelming, maybe more than or disappointing. Is a better word. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, go ahead. I, I I had a tough time putting it together. Me too. Specifically the tackles. 
I think there's one guy that's clear to me, and the other spot was tough. I put Dewan Jones as yes. my two tackle. Me too. Okay. Dewan Jones, lock him in. He deserves it. Uh, we've talked about him a lot, getting thrown into the fire mid uh, mid game week one, and has just not missed a beat. Not missed a beat, and that's you know a man that you know that people question his his ability out there to at least you know handle some of the speedier guys. You know, we talked about the senior bowl stuff, and he's been awesome. He he's been a, a stalwart for the Browns. It looks like he's gonna be a long term starting tackle for them. So I think, without a doubt, he's that top guy. And then you kind of get in a conversation. Guys have had a had good games. Yeah. Guys have had messy games. No one's had like a cons- like even like a solid seven to nine games. Everyone's had like taking their lumps. Like mm-hmm. Anton Harrison really struggled early. Then he strung together a couple of good ones. And he slipped um, a little bit again. Yeah, yeah. And pa- Paris Johnson started hot and has yeah. struggled in, down the stretch. Um, I think. To me, I, I give the nod to Darnell Wright. Me too. I feel like he's been more consistent. By the way, Harrison and Johnson, my second team tackles. Yeah, I agreed. I think Wright has just been more consistent. He's had the lumps, like you mentioned, but uh, it's been really solid against, uh, blo- as a run blocker. Okay as a pass protector and towards like some good games there. And I think like overall he's been just the most consistent of that trio there. Yeah, he he's had the he's been I think the, yeah the the most effective in the run game, and yeah. the least taken advantage of in the mm-hmm. in pass pro like the least. He he. You heard his name the least when you're watching the game. Yeah, and I I think it helps that he plays with um pretty inconsistent offensive linemen around, so <laughs> yeah. he'll get beat and they won't get he won't get caught. But you know what I mean. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I I think I think those are the four tackles regardless. Uh, and I think Dewan Jones is the only like absolute clear first team guy, and you kind of debate the other three. But I, I think Darnell Wright being the least messy overall. Gives I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but just from watching games, it feels like Harrison and Johnson have been penalized more than Wright has too. I don't know. It just felt like it. I don't know. I might be wrong, but it's felt like it. Um, going to the interior offensive line. More more options on the inside, I think. Yeah, I think. Again, nobody's been like complete stud. I think mm-hmm. Steve Avila's been the best of the bunch, though. I agree, Avila. You can lock him in. It was kind of similar, where I think Avila and Jones both been great from week one. Uh, I feel like Avila's just really helped. Kind of, I know, I know the Rams are losing steam, but with Stafford out and, and everything, but I think he's just really like early in the season they're running the ball really well with Kyron Williams, who obviously went down as well. I think he's really just uh, elevated the offensive line that seemed like it really needed a huge retool. And now it's like, okay, this is probably manageable to kind of rebuild it a bit. Yeah, he's been great. I, I think, again, he, has, he hasn't been a stud. He hasn't been Pro Bowl level or anything like that. But that's a clear starting guard for a long time, I think, for your team. And I gave the other Nardo Cyrus Torrance. As did I. As did I. I think... I think there's more, you know, there's a couple guys that could, could have been in that conversation. Like, I think, like, you know, Skaronsky's been okay, solid. Maybe He's not. second team. Yeah, second team. Bergeron, I've liked, you know, from what I've seen from him. Anthony Bradford's been pretty good jumping in. I think those guys are in the conversation. But I think Torrance has been the best of that group. Yeah, I think he's his addition to that front has been the most impactful in terms yeah. of they've been able to run the ball a lot better, and he's had these big games. He looks so good um, working the second level, uh, just helps spring some big James Cook. Yeah, games. 
Uh, yeah, I, I give my second team shots to Bergeron and Skaronski, but I, I mean, I would let you push back if you feel more conviction about um, Bradford. Not really. No, I'm good. I think those three are kind of even, Steven. I don't care at all. I don't care. What's the point of any of this? Just uh, get me out of here. <laughs> Bradford's been surprisingly good. Let me put it that way. Where I think Bergeron and Skaronski, and like I think Bradford's a guy that we kind of thought would take a little bit to catch his, you know, to get his footing in the NFL. Where Skaronski plug and play Bergeron, I thought you know would be one of the you know a really good run to, um, run blocker quickly, and Bradford's been a really good run blocker. But no, I'm I'm good with Bergeron and Skaronski as their second team. And then I think I think it's a, the, the center options are slim. It's, and it's a wasteland, hurt, but I yeah. think it, it's easily Jarrett Patterson first team. Clearly, it's clearly. I don't know who is second it, team well, is though. Uh well just before Jared Patterson got hurt like I I've been I said slow start and he's getting he's been getting very good. And I, I think he, like, this, I don't want to be take away from his season by being like, well, there aren't very many center options. Because mm-hmm. I think if there were more, he'd still probably be first team. He's been that impressive to me. Yeah. Uh, I think Joe Tipman just, like, is the automatic second team because there's, yeah. I don't know that there's anybody else playing snaps. Yeah, and Tipman's, Tipman's plays some guard too. But, yeah, I think he's the auto pick here. So, let me, uh, I've been I've been taking notes. You hear the click clacking of my laptop. Our first team is CJ Shroud, Devon Achan, Puka Nakua, Jordan Addison, Josh Downs, Sam Laporta, Dewan Jones, Darnell Wright, Steve Avila, Osiris Torrance, Jarrett Patterson. Our second team is a combo of Will Levis and Anthony Richardson, <laughs> Bijan Robinson, Zay Flowers, Tank Dell, Rasheed Rice, Dalton Kincaid, Paris Johnson, Anton Harrison, Pierce Gronsky, Matthew Bergeron, Joe Tipman. Big ups to Joe Titman, dork. <laughs> yeah, sick man. Just play a position less people play. <laughs> um, do you agree? Like, yeah, yeah. I can lock that in. I can, lock I it can in. tweet this. That the tweet tweeted. is the official. I have tweeted. Okay. Did you actually? You did tweet. Oh it. yeah, I did. <laughs> this has also have been like how I know who we're locking in. Otherwise, I'll just forget. <laughs> okay, you ready to flip to the defense side of the ball? Yeah, do we want to start on the inside? Yeah, let's start on the inside. I like that. Um, okay, so the fun part about the defensive side of the ball is, like, some positions have too many options, <laughs> yeah. too many good options, and some have none. Yeah. Um, it's uh, <laughs> it's been a little topsy-turvy, yeah. Uh, but the first interior defensive line option, obvious, Jalen Carter is the defensive rookie of the year favorite. Five TFL, seven QB hits, four sacks, two forced fumbles. Been dominant, uh, yeah. went on the field. Has dealt with injuries, also is more uh, a rotation part of a rotation than some of these other guys. Um, but he's been everything you've hoped he'd be. Yeah, and it, it's funny because you know he's he's missed time. He's been a part of it, and he's still easily the best statistic <laughs> statistical you know interior defensive lineman as well as the eye test of being an absolute monster. Yeah, that's a clear cut easy slam dunk. Um, the second choice, though, I think that's a debate. I gave the nod to Keanu Benton. I did too. I did too. Very slimly over Brian Brissy, and I think it's just a little eye testy, in my opinion. I think. Well, first of all, yeah. I th- I think uh, Keanu Benton should be playing more. Than yes, he, he should be. Um, but at the same time, when he's out there, he's been super effective. I think his pass rush from the interior has been re- maybe the most impressive part about him. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm glad you're with me on that. Yeah, I think uh, close between Benton and Brissy. Um, 
Brzee's maybe had a little, you know, he's, he's played more. Um, he's made a couple more plays. Um, but I think I test. I think I think Benton's just been more um, impressive when he's been on the field. Not to say Brzee's been poor, but yeah. I think the the real because I do think those are the top three. I think <laughs> who's next? It's uh, who's next is a little interesting. Um, yeah, I, I, think I don't know. Kalajikanti has been disappointing, but I do think he is in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of leaned him uh i think jervon dexter who also has not been that great is in that conversation um if carl uh, brooks played more maybe he carl would be. brooks uh, yeah dante stills uh, rob how about that Dante stills yeah uh kobe turner's been okay kobe turner yeah. and I, I i was hesitant because he's like more of a weird kind yeah. of player but he also had a big game against green bay I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I really don't. <laughs> Should we put just put Collagic Cansey so the, the Cansey lovers don't Matt, give us hate? Yeah. That's yeah, so fine. The people me. who push back against us. I do. I, I think it's him or Kobe Turner, I guess. I do too. Yeah. Or can we just you put Tuli on the inside? No, put, put Cansey. Put Cansey. I'm fine with that. You're, just, you're so scared. I'm just so scared of that. Uh, yeah, here's, here's what you mentioned, Tuli. The edge, it sucks. Tuli should be first team, and I don't think yes. we can put him there. I agree with you. He did not make my cut, but he should be. He absolutely should be. Obviously, I think if you if you who's the best run defending edge defender, it's Will Anderson. Who's mm-hmm. the best pass rush? I think is Byron Young. Mm-hmm. And then Tuli's just got in, in between. Uh, Will Anderson's <laughs> numbers aren't like there. I, I guess on paper, three TFLs, two sacks, nine QB hits, but he's been so good against the run. And if you, he, it's it's. I test like you mentioned can event yeah. where it's just like you watch the Texans games he's creating pressure he's he's creating sacks for other players which I think is impressive yeah um and so I, like I think he should be getting more pop for defensive rookie of the year but because he doesn't have like the counting stats he won't sacks win it yeah absolutely yeah he's having the like I said he's having the Khalil Mack rookie season Whereas, like, the sack numbers aren't there, but it's just eye test. He's so good. With that being said, I think you said, like, Byron Young is, like, plus 10,000 to win rookie of the year or something. And yeah, which is – I don't get that. He's got the most sacks, so I, I don't really understand that. 14 yeah, five, quarterback hits. Yeah. That's that's a crazy number. Young has been awesome. Uh, maybe he sh- maybe it shouldn't be counted because he's he's an older prospect. Is that what they're saying? But, no, he's he stepped in and has been um, a force. He looks like he's going to be a great edge for them. He's also been much better against the run than I think yeah. people were expecting. I, th- yeah. I think a lot of people thought designate pass rusher role for him early on, but no, it's been yeah like all the snaps all the way. And then second team, obviously Thule, who yeah. uh, deserves to be on the first team. It just like he's been better than the second best. Uh, well, he's been better than like maybe every other position. <laughs> yeah, like he's yeah. up there. Yeah. So uh, he's clearly. And he's coming off a huge, what was that, Monday Night Football against the yeah. Jets? Um, where he was part of three sacks. Seven TFLs this season. Like, yeah. yeah. He's, um, which I think leads. That's the best. Yeah, I think all so. All rookies, yeah. Um, the finding who the second edge is is really hard. I don't know. I really don't know. I totally agree with you. I Because like, cause it's almost like the guys who are going to be in the conversation are like guys who are just playing a lot but like aren't good at like. Tyree Wilson has not been good. Lucas yeah. Van Ness has been like fairly irrelevant. Miles Murphy's not like like I was trying to. Who's been the best player when playing? And it still doesn't really make it clear. Yeah, I I don't. I really don't know. 
I don't know. Um, I think I lean Lucas Van Ness, but like very not no conviction in that. No conviction whatsoever. No. No, I don't like none of these guys have been like, you know, Tyree Wilson has not lived up to the expectations. Yeah, I just don't want to put him just because he like uh, no. technically has the best counting numbers, but it, really I, he I, does. I, it doesn't even seem like it. Yeah, he has one and a half sacks. That's sick. I, I believe. Um, that's big time numbers. Um, <laughs> like Miles Murphy hasn't done much. Uh, Felix Andrew Uzama, like this Derek Hall high pick hasn't done like none of these guys have done much. I know Felix. I would have leaned Felix because I think he has the most combined sacks and QB knockdowns of the guys we're talking about. But like he also has been a disappointment. So it's like yeah, Will McDonald. He's coming off a four snap game against yeah. the, the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. Will McDonald had a couple snaps the other night that <laughs> flashed. But like, so you can pick. He's also I, a healthy. Sc- I'm just yeah. putting Lucas Van Ness. Okay. Like he's the Iowa and Green Bay Nation. Yeah, it's so true. When you don't know, just pick the guy that like most people would be like, "Oh yeah, hell yeah, thanks, man." <laughs> Hopefully, we get some uh, Luke's Van Ness, Broderick Jones reps this uh, this Sunday. That'd be fun. Yeah, uh, linebacker is a wasteland. <laughs> I think it's like pretty clear who the top two guys are, but it's like also like they haven't been that great. Henry Toto, lock him in. Linebacker yeah, one, and I agree, but. I also want to point out, like, man misses a lot of tackles. He's making he's a playing, lot. So I think he leads the entire – he has 53 tackles, TFL, two PBUs, four, uh, a forced fumble. Mm-hmm. He's, like, second in the NFL in missed tackles, but he's looked better in coverage than I was expecting. He's always around the football. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what they needed this year, you know. Give him some credit. Um, again, it's it's just not a good linebacker group. Yeah, Ivan Pace Jr., who's more of a bit – like, not a bit, but, like, a role player – and is undrafted. He the hell out of, yeah. is, I think, clearly the, the next second guy. guy. Yeah, I totally agree. Five QB hits, um, half sack, 32 tackles. And then after that, it's like it's just like, I think it's just Jack Campbell and Dorian Williams because they've played. Agreed, agreed. I think Dorian Williams has got a chance to finish, you know, on the first yeah, team. Yeah, he, he's looked good given the circumstances of being yeah. thrown into the fire. Yeah. Um, I think Williams Campbell, might be, like, the most eye test of the group. Um, Campbell's been kind of disappointing, but he's he's yeah. he's second team, like for sure. Yeah, and then then there's so many corners who I think mm-hmm. as we jump in there, Devin Witherspoon's the top corner, and then like yeah. seven guys you can argue about. Agreed. Yeah, and it would have been Christian Gonzalez if he didn't get hurt. Locked in. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with you. I even consider him with the injury, but there's been good corners. So, um. Also, I was wondering how like you wanted to split it because like safeties are kind of thin, you know, and we have. I I did safety slash nickel. Okay, so we're we're not going. How many DBs are we putting on the team? So I guess we're doing. I guess we, we could do three corners and then two safety slash nickels because both the safeties on my first team safeties are are nickels. Yes, and Devin Witherspoon's played a lot of nickel too. So, yeah. <laughs> and he's the clear lock, um, of course. Yeah, he would be second in defensive rookie of the year, maybe even first. Um, neck and he's neck, he's just yeah. been a monster. He's been so so good in coverage, so good in run support. When he blitzes, he does that well too. Yeah, you talk about your man if you'd like. No, that's it. He had his worst game of the year, I think, this week against Baltimore, but the whole team did. Yeah, absolutely. It's been so much fun to watch uh, when they unleash him off, off from the nickel as a blitzer. He's been dynamic as hell. 
has had the, had the like his game against the Giants on Monday night is not going to be topped by any other defensive rookie. I don't think, at least. I think I could safely say that he's been awesome. He's been everything that the Seahawks have hoped for. Um, and that being said, like he missed like all of August. I know I keep going back to that, but impressive. Um, clearly the top corner um, on this group, and clearly corner one in the class, which neither of us has. So, I mean, Goodsell been was awesome. So we're still smart. All right, <laughs> if we're gonna do three corners, yeah, just put Christian Gonzalez first team. Okay, I'm down. I like, like that. Like he's been to me, he is outside of Devin Witherspoon. He was the best corner easily. And if we're giving uh, Devin a- H-N. Devon Achan first team, then like I yeah. think by rule we're yeah. we're just we don't give a fuck. Okay, he's been the best. He played four games. It's me as Achan. Um, and yeah, he I think just been the most complete uh, corner outside Devin Witherspoon. Just locked down in man coverage. Just Agreed. such a the the high weight speed just total mismatch. I think both Witherspoon and Gonzalez have looked looked exactly like they did on tape. Like and it's kind of like which one do you want? Do you want Witherspoon who's going to make massive hits and you know make plays in the backfield and do all this, or do you want to lock down? You know, not that Witherspoon's been poor in coverage by any means, but you know a lockdown prototype kind of corner. And both of them have lived up to the billing. And unfortunately, Gonzalez is out. Yeah, so let's let's put him in, and then who do you who who would you put? I think there's two guys I'm looking at for that third spot. I think tough tough picks. I w- I can easily be convinced otherwise. I think I lean Joey Porter Jr. I do as well. I yeah. think uh, part of it is uh, name recognition. Deontay Banks is coming off a rough yes. showing against the Raiders. Yeah, the worst game that he's played, and that. And, and, Joey Porter Jr. had a good game last week, too. Mm-hmm. He's stringing good games together now that he's in the lineup. And uh, I think his he's been – like, Deontay Banks, high highs, low lows. Like, just – and he's – to me, he's the clear second – first corner of the second team. Yeah, agreed. So, okay, so Deontay Banks. Then he – it's like, hmm, DJ Turner, I think Jalen Jones slash Juju Brents with the Colts. Yeah. yeah. Like who uh I guess Emmanuel Forbes people are back on him. I think Juju is my next guy here. Um but yeah, it's 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 no no one's clear at this point. Um Jones deserves DJ, it because he's not getting the love. But yeah. Yeah, I think DJ Turner it's been good. um it has been very good. It's just limited snaps. Yeah. Um, and, and like had Juju Brantsock got hurt, I think maybe he, we're talking about him as the the first team corner over Porter. Yeah, yeah. So I think pick we pick one of the Colts corners and DJ Turner. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go with Juju. Juju Brents, DJ Turner. All right, now we get into safety nickels where <laughs> we have two players, and then it gets really. Lean. Yeah, so Brian Branch is obviously one in, of them. Yeah. Uh he's just been a complete weapon. He's playing nickel, but we don't care. <laughs> he has fifty yard pick six, four TFLs, four PBUs, just a monster uh triggering downhill, getting in the backfield. Um everything we thought he was coming in. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously missed some time. That slowed him down a bit, but no, I totally he's been so so great and such a steal for the Lions. And then Christian Izian's been everything yeah. I thought he'd be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never a Rutgers DB. They always hit. They always hit. Yeah. And Rutgers Tampa Bay that always works out. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. 
Uh, but yeah, Izian's been again. Again, he's a, a nickel. But like, it started like immediately this year. Remember that sick pick he had uh, on the goal yep. line? Yeah. What was that week one? When I didn't even realize he was gonna play, I wasn't even sure what team he was on when that happened. <laughs> yeah, week one it was. So I think he's just been the clear most consistent guy. And then after that, uh, yeah, we're getting slim pickings here. Jordan Howden, I think we gotta put him right. I agree. Howden is like when he's been on the field, he's been consistently solid, and he's been. Uh, Good pick for the Saints. I think that's the clear one. And I, I, the other one, I think I lead Sidney Brown because, I mean, he's had ups and downs. He hasn't played a whole lot, but he's he's been fun. He's been fun to watch. I, so I was gonna say it's him or Shamari Connor who just like comes yeah. in and blitzes, which is sick. Connor, yeah, I don't know. Connor's a good one too. It's a tough one. It's a, I'll leave. I think how does the pick? I think I'll leave it up to you too. I think Connor's a good pick too. I think it, I think we go Sydney Brown. Okay, because we're Canadian. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Connor honorable mention second team. Uh, because of ten exactly. Yeah, it hasn't been a great hasn't been a great group. Um, but you know what's been great, Rob? We got a plethora of special teams players to pick from. Whoa, let me well, let me do my uh, rundown before I tweet. Oh, I'm sure. sorry. Sorry, yeah. Go check out our Twitter. Uh. So, first team defense. Jalen Carter, Keanu Benton, Will Anderson, Byron Young, Henry Toatoa, Ivan Pace Jr., Devin Witherspoon, Christian Gonzalez, Joey Porter Jr., Brian Branch, Christian Izian. Yeah. Second team. Brian Brzee, Kalijah Cansey, Thule, uh, Lucas Van Ness, Dorian Williams, yeah. Jack Campbell. The drop-off's crazy. De- Deontay Banks, Juju Brents, DJ Turner, Jordan Howden, Sydney Brown. Yeah, I love how like two of these like by far the best player. <laughs> yeah, so it's just unfortunate position. Like I, I hey, I would have heard a case to move him inside and just put him over Benton, but <laughs> specialists. I think it's been a good group. It's been a good group of specialists. I think we've had uh, quite a few rookie kickers. We've had quite a few rookie punters. Um, the first kicker taken has been a disappointment. I don't think he's making our top team, and he might even be. No, I think I don't know. Is he our second team kicker? Maybe I yeah, don't know. I think so because gr- Groupie's been kicking, but he's not been hitting. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think Moody's our second team kicker. But uh, one of the surprises of the entire season, Rob. I think Brandon Aubrey's got to be kicker one here. So to me, he's not a rookie. I don't understand how he's played pro yeah, football and. In the USFL. He's an NFL seasons. rookie. It's weird. He's considered a rookie. But, it, like, I, so explain this to me. If I can't. But, so, ha, had he just not played in a league last year and been undrafted and not made a team, he wouldn't be a rookie. Doesn't make sense. Right? I think he just deserves it because he's a soccer player. All right. I just... It's weird. I, I, it's very odd because you don't see this very often. All right, I'll give it to you. Who would you put I, kicker one then? Well, I thought I was gonna put Anders Carlson. Cause That's fair. That's fair. I, I didn't think Brandon Aubrey counted, but I don't actually care that much, and I'd rather not have people be like Brandon. If like the odd person who cares about this at all tweets at us and is like, well, Brandon Aubrey hasn't missed a field goal. I'd be like, well, you're not wrong. But Brandon Aubrey's been one of the sensations of the season. I don't know. He's got the best story. Oh, okay. Uh, absolutely. Right, lock- I, I tune in every Sunday to see Aubrey. I'll say it. Go on. Yeah, he's, lock he's, he's your favorite cowboy. Uh, yep. Sure. He's been good enough that I don't care enough to make an argument. 
I think Anders Carlson's the second best, though. That's second. fair. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, Connor's <laughs> a little... a little. Yeah. Bro, it's interesting. I think Bright, Bryce Berenger, I think, gets the nod. I agree with 46. you. 46.9 per punt. 41.3 net. He's putting them all inside the 20. He, yeah, he's he, leading the, the, the league inside the 20. Yeah, almost 50% of his punts have gone inside the 20. He's been awesome. Yeah. No, he's clearly... It's a good group, but um, it's it's clearly, I think, Berenger. Um. And the second team, I, I give the nod to Ethan Evans, the ring. I was going to say, Headley's had a good year, but uh, I think the eye test is Ethan Evans. I agree with you. Um, well, I thought I was thought you were going to knock him for that block punt, but no, that's Ethan Evans. Um, it's, we've got a lot of rookies kicking and punting, which I think is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Um, uh, return. I think there's a guy here. It's a... Uh, I think gotten a little more, a little closer in recent weeks. Yeah. Um, There's a couple options. I give the nod to Marvin Mims. I gave it to Darius Davis. Yeah, I mean, I think Marvin Mims, when he, they kick or punt to him, it's damage. 20 per return, Mm -hmm. 34, or 20 per punt return, 34 per kick return, kick return touchdown. And Davis has been more of the, the punt return. Dude, obviously, punt return touchdown. He's got the longest punt return in the, in the league this year. Um, plus, he's been a, so much fun to watch just uh, playing. Like, when they give him the ball, they need to give him the ball more. Uh, 16 per punt return. I don't I don't care. You can go either way. I just like Davis more. <laughs> he's just more fun. That's kind of rude. Um, I'm, I'm going to get Plus, the Broncos are unwatchable. Sorry? Whoa, I'm giving it to Martin Mims. Okay. He, give the Broncos one nice thing. I think that's fair. Um, and special teamer. Oh, I forgot. Let's see. Who, who we got? People tune in. Uh, you of all people forgot. I always do. I always do. Do you know who it is? Do you know which rookie leads the NFL in special teams tackles? Jake Bobo, baby. No. Jake Bobo. No, I don't care. Jake Bobo is my special teamer. He's been no, good. I've got a different Seacon Hawk. Oh, Jerk Reed. Yeah. He's, yeah, Jerk Reed's been um, good. So. Put, put them both. Yeah, put Jerk Reed. Yeah, Jerk Reed's been good. So, so has Bobo. Um, they've both been good on special teams. <laughs> but Reed's uh, solely a special teamer right now. So, yeah, that's a good one. How many tackles uh, do you have? He has seven. Tied for who's, six most. Who's, oh, that's pretty good. Who's next closest for rookies? Uh, Jay Ward, who I've given the second ah, special team spot to. I didn't even realize that. That's cool. I like, I'm like big fans of Jay Ward over here. Yeah, well, so I've really flipped you on uh, how you felt about this uh, award. It's all I care about now. Yeah, exactly. It's um, well, that does it. Good work. Let's go watch. Uh, oh, but do you want me to read out the specialists? I think we're good. I think we're okay. <laughs> you don't care? <laughs> I do care, but I think uh, I remember it. It's you, too oh, fresh you want me to mind. do it off the air? Yeah, one way. Please, yeah. Uh, who's going to throw for more yards tonight, Young or Bajent? Bajent. 